0: Chapter Thirty-Two of the Revolt of the Angels. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Revolt of the Angels by Anatole France, translated by Mrs. Wilfred Jackson. Chapter Thirty-Two, which describes how Nectaire's flute was heard in the tavern of Clodomir. Madame de la Verdelière, having failed to force an entree as sick nurse returned after several days had elapsed during the absence of madame de abel to ask maurice de for his subscription to the french churches arcadi led her to the bedside of the convalescent maurice whispered in the angel's ear traitor deliver me from this ogress immediately or you will be answerable for the evil which soon will befall be calm said arcadi with a confident air after the conventional complimentary flourishes, Madame de la Verdelliere signed to Maurice to dismiss the angel. Maurice feigned not to understand, and Madame de la Verdelliere disclosed the ostensible reason of her visit. "'Our churches,' she said, "'our beloved country churches. What is to become of them?' Arcadi gazed at her angelically and sighed they will disappear madame they will fall into ruin and what a pity i shall be inconsolable the church amid the villagers cottages is like the hen amidst her chickens just so exclaimed madame de la verdalliere with a delighted smile it is just like that and the spires madame oh monsieur the spires yes the spires madame that stick up into the skies towards the little cherubim like so many syringes madame de la verdalliere incontinently left the place that same day monsieur l'abbé patouille came to offer the wounded man good counsel and consolation he exhorted him to break with his bad companions and to be reconciled to his family he drew a picture of the sorrowful father, the mother in tears, ready to receive their long-lost child with open arms. Renouncing with manly effort a life of profligacy and deluding joys, Maurice would recover his peace and strength of mind. He would free himself from devouring chimeras and shake off the evil spirit. Young Desparvieux thanked Abbe Patouille for all his kindness, and made a protestation of his religious feelings. "'Never,' said he, "'have I had such faith, and never have I been in such need of it. Just imagine, monsieur l'abbé, I have to teach my guardian angel his catechism all over again, for he has quite forgotten it.' Monsieur l'abbé Patouille heaved a deep sigh and exhorted his dear child to pray there being no other resource but prayer for a soul assailed by the devil monsieur l'abbé asked maurice may i introduce my guardian angel to you do stay a moment he has gone to get me some cigarettes unhappy child and abbe patouille's fat cheeks drooped in token of affliction but almost immediately they plumped up again, as a sign of light-heartedness. For in his heart there was a matter for rejoicing. Public opinion was improving. The Jacobins, the Freemasons, the Coalitionists were everywhere in disgrace. The smart set led the way. The Academie Francaise was of the right way of thinking the number of christian schools was increasing by leaps and bounds the young men of the quartier latin were submitting to the church and the école normale exhaled the perfume of the seminary the cross was gaining the day but money was wanted more money always money after six weeks rest maurice was allowed by his doctor to take a drive he wore his arm in a sling his mistress and his friend went with him they drove to the bois and took a gentle pleasure in looking upon the grass and the trees they smiled on everything and everything smiled on them as arcade had said their faults had made them better by the unlooked-for ways of jealousy and anger maurice had attained to calm and kindliness he still loved gilbert and he loved her with an indulgent love the angel still desired her as much as ever but having once possessed her his desire had lost the sting of curiosity gilbert forbore trying to please and thereby pleased the more they drank milk at the cascade and found it good they were all three innocent arcade forgot the injustice of the old tyrant of the world but he was soon to be reminded of it on entering his friend's house he found zita awaiting him looking like a statue in ivory and gold you excite my pity she said to him the day is at hand the like of which has never dawned since the beginning of time and perhaps will never dawn again before the sun enters with all its train into the constellation of Hercules. We are on the eve of surprising Yaldabaoth in his palace of porphyry, and you, who are burning to deliver the heavens, who were so eager to enter in triumph into your emancipated country, you suddenly forget your noble purpose and fall asleep in the arms of the daughters of men. What pleasure can you find in intercourse with these unclean little animals, composed as they are of elements so unstable that they may be said to be in a state of constant evanescence? Oh, Arcady, I was indeed right to distrust you. You are but an intellectual, you do but feel idle curiosity. you are incapable of action. You misjudge me, Zita replied the angel. It is the nature of the sons of heaven to love the daughters of men. Corruptible though it be, the material part of women, and of flowers, charms the senses none the less. But not one of these little animals can make me forget my hatred and my love, and I am ready to rise up against Yaldabaoth." Zita expressed her satisfaction at seeing him in this resolute mood. SHE URGED HIM TO PURSUE THE ACCOMPLISHMENT OF THIS VAST UNDERTAKING WITH UNDIMINISHED ARDOR. NOTHING MUST BE HURRIED OR DEFERRED. A GREAT ACTION, Arkady, IS MADE UP OF A MULTITUDE OF SMALL ONES. THE MOST MAJESTIC WHOLE IS COMPOSED OF A THOUSAND MINUTE DETAILS. LET US NEGLECT NOTHING. SHE HAD COME TO TAKE HIM TO A MEETING WHERE HIS PRESENCE WAS REQUIRED they were to take a census of the revolutionaries she added but one word nectaire will be there when maurice saw zita he deemed her lacking in attraction she failed to please him because she was perfectly beautiful and because true beauty always caused him painful surprise zita inspired him with antipathy when he learned that she was an angel in revolt and that she had come to seek arcade to take him away among the conspirators the poor child tried to retain his companion by all means that his wit and the circumstances afforded him if his guardian angel would only remain with him he would take him to a magnificent boxing match to a revue where he would witness the apotheosis of poincare or lastly to a certain house he knew of where he would behold women remarkable for their beauty, talents, vices, or deformities. But the angel would not allow himself to be tempted, and said he was going with Zita. What for? To plot the conquest of the skies. Still the same nonsense. The conquest of—but there, I proved to you that it was neither possible nor desirable. "'Good night, Maurice.' "'You are going?' "'Well, I will accompany you.' And Maurice, his arm in a sling, went with Arcadi and Zita all the way to Claudemir's restaurant at Montmartre, where the tables were laid in an arbor in the garden. Prince Istar and Theophile were already there, with a little creature who looked like a child, and was, in fact, a Japanese angel." We are only waiting for nectar," said Zita, and at that moment the old gardener noiselessly appeared. He took his seat and his dog lay down at his feet. French cooking is the best in the world. It is a glory that will transcend all others when humanity has grown wise enough to put the spit above the sword. Claudemir served the angels and the mortal who was with them with a soup made of cabbages and bacon a loin of pork and kidneys cooked in wine thereby proving himself a real montmartre cook and showing that he had not been spoilt by the americans who corrupt the most excellent chefs of the city of restaurants Claudemir brought forth some bordeaux which though unrecorded among the renowned vintages of medoc gave evidence by its choice and delicate aroma of the high nobility of its origin we must not omit to chronicle that after this wine and many others had been drunk the cellerman, in solemn state produced a burgundy choice and rare full-bodied yet not heavy generous yet delicate rich with the true burgundian mellowness a noble and withal a somewhat heady wine that brought delight alike to mind and sense hail to thee dionysus greatest of the gods cried old Nectaire, raising his glass on high i drink to thee who wilt restore the golden age and give again to mortal men who will become heroes as of old the grapes which the lesbians used to cull long since from the vines of methimna who wilt restore the vineyards of Thassos, the white clusters of Lake Mariatis, the storehouses of Falernus, the vines of Thmalus, and the wine of Phenae, of all wines, the king. And the juice thereof shall be divine, and, as in old Silenus's day, men shall grow drunk with wisdom and with love. When the coffee was served, prince istar zeta arkady and the japanese angel took it in turns to give an account of the forces assembled against yaldabaoth angels in exchanging eternal bliss for the sufferings of an earthly life grow in intelligence acquire the means of going astray and the faculty of self-contradiction consequently their meetings like those of men are tumultuous and confused did one of them deal in figures the others immediately called them in question they could not add one number to another without quarrelling and arithmetic itself subjected to passion lost its certitude the cherub who had brought with him the pious theophile waxed indignant when he heard the musician praising the lord and rained down such blows on his head as would have felled an ox. But the head of a musician is harder than a bucranium, and the blows which Theophile received did not avail to modify that angel's notion of divine providence. Arcadi, having at great length set up his scientific idealism in opposition to Zita's pragmatism, the beautiful archangel told him that he argued badly. "'And you are surprised at that?' exclaimed young Maurice's guardian angel. "'I argue, like you, in the language of human beings. And what is human language but the cry of the beasts of the forests or the mountains, complicated and corrupted by arrogant anthropoids?' How, then, Zita, can one be expected to argue well with a collection of angry or plaintive sounds like that?' angels do not reason at all men being superior to the angels reason imperfectly i will not mention the professors who think to define the absolute with the aid of cries that they have inherited from the pithecanthropoid monkeys marsupials and reptiles their ancestors it is a colossal joke how it would amuse the demiurge if he had any brains it was a beautiful starlight night the gardener was silent nectaire said the beautiful archangel play to us on your flute if you are not afraid that the earth and heaven will be stirred to their depths thereby nectaire took up his flute young maurice lighted a cigarette the flame burnt brightly for a moment casting back the sky and its stars into the shadows and then died out and nectar sang of the flame on his divine flute the silvery voice soared aloft and sang that flame was a whole universe which fulfilled its destiny in less than a minute suns and planets were formed therein venus urania apportioned the orbits of the wandering spheres in those infinite spaces beneath the breath of eros the first of the gods, plants, animals, and thoughts sprang into being. In the twenty seconds which hurried by betwixt the life and death of those worlds, civilizations were unfolded, and empires sank in long decline. Mothers shed tears, and songs of love, cries of hatred, and sighs of victims rose upward to the silent skies. In proportion to its minuteness, that universe lasted as long as this one, whereof we see a few atoms glittering above our heads, has lasted or will last. They are, no one less than the other, but a gleam in the infinite. As the clear pure notes welled up into the charmed air, the earth melted into a soft mist, the stars revolved rapidly in their orbits, the great bear fell asunder its parts flew far and wide orion's belt was shattered the pole star forsook its magnetic axis sirius whose incandescent flame had lit up the far horizon grew blue then red flickered and suddenly died out the shaken constellations formed new signs which were extinguished in their turn by its incantations the magic flute had compressed into one brief moment the life and the movement of this universe which seems unchanged and eternal both to men and angels it ceased and the heavens resumed their immemorial aspect nectare had vanished Clodomir asked his guests if they were pleased with the cabbage soup which in order that it might be strong had been kept simmering for twenty-four hours on the fire, and he sang the praises of the Beaujolais which they had drunk. The night was mild. Arkady, accompanied by his guardian angel, Theophile, Prince Istar, and the Japanese angel, escorted Zita home. End of chapter 32